0: You're listening to Podcast PXN,
1: a video game podcast
2: delivering player experience news.
3: Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 149. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Pertolake, a Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I am joined over Discord by the Nintendo aficionado, Roshan Warner, at Roro. The host of Large Popcorn and Video Essayist, Christian Messias at ISO Christian. And
0: Rest in peace, the Choco Taco. Dan, you had one
3: instruction. On. I <laughs> forgot. You <laughs> had one instruction. I forgot. And one half of the Men and Gitch podcast, Gage Dempster at Gilbo Biggins. Hello, everyone. Hi. I thought, I thought
1: that was R. a. The Choco Taco.
2: Yeah.
3: That was a Aww. banger ad lib, my brother. That was good. Yeah, thanks. That was brilliant. I I it, appreciate it. it. I wish I would have remembered to stop because I clearly yeah. didn't. You aren't the only one that wishes,
0: <laughs> Dan. That's the only thing you need to remember all the time is just stop.
3: Just, uh, just stop. Uh, just and you never stop remember. Stop recording right now. Stop. <laughs> We're done. One forty-nine. That's it. <laughs> Hey Dan, what
1: are your thoughts on uh, Hershey's chocolate? Oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah!
3: Thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at eight PM Eastern Time on YouTube. Just search podcast BXN. And you'll find us there as well as twitch.tv slash podcastpxn, Twitter at podcastpxn as well. The topic of the show this week, guys, is our news on GTA 6 and Rockstar's little reformulation of their studio. But first not quite to the quick bites guys we just showed off in our pre-show a little episode 150 teaser trailer for next week with some announcements so uh for podcast listeners we're going to go over those announcements right now here we go first announcement guys we have a brand new website that is launching today right now wow right now now? i I didn't know this (laughs) It's launched right now. Uh, So it's podcastpxn.wixsite.com slash podcastpxn. So we're using Wix uh, to host it. Uh, So yeah, check that out. And with this new website, we have a little giveaway going on that starts right after this podcast finishes recording (laughs) at 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, But there will be a tweet that will post about... Uh, 15 minutes into this episode so make sure you check out our twitter at uh, podcast pxn and guys what is this giveaway that we're giving away uh i believe it is this thing right here that's right next to me a custom podcast pxn Ooh. branded xbox mm-hmm. series s and x controller it is Ooh. sexy
1: branded it's looking hot. With our that. colors it's looking hot
3: and yeah it has podcast pxn and scripted at the bottom
1: now Dan, yo, are you thinking about buying a second
3: one of those for yourself? I honestly, it came in and I was like, do I really <laughs> want to give this away? Because that thing is nice. Like it looks really nice. good. You yeah. know what? You
0: should. Sh- I don't know if you're able to, but you should share the colors that you chose. Because yeah. I'm like, I kind of want to. Like, I kind of want to get one too. Like, have like a podcast PXN controller. Yeah, that's cool. I like it.
3: Uh, I it's a, it's a great looking controller. I did save the theme, so I can definitely right. share perfect.
1: That. Yeah. fine. I will give away my regular xbox <laughs> it's got rechargeable batteries it's great i'll give it away too just kidding All right.
3: i thought
0: you were gonna say that you're gonna give that away and then you'll just take the pxn
2: controller
3: oh no i mean sure <laughs> are though uh so guys make sure you check out our twitter for that very exciting stuff and you'll actually fill out a form on our brand new website to sign up for the chance to win that so that'll be cool yo christian
1: I got to say, the controller is hot, but the website is just as sexy. And Dan, you put a lot of work into this, and it looks great. I'm on it right now, just clicking around. Everything's working. Looks great. Yep. Top notch. Top notch.
2: Well done, sir.
1: It was a long effort.
0: (laughs) It looks good, man. It looks good. The transitions, the, the animations when you hover over things.
3: Good. Good stuff. Um, there's one more piece of news that we're sharing this week, which is our episode 150 trivia slash Jeopardy that is being hosted by none other than Christian next week. How exciting.
1: Yes. ISO Jeopardy returns PXN edition. And then, uh, you know what? Just for today, just for the listeners here on 149, uh, I have a little treat. This isn't a Jeopardy question, but I want us to get, get in the mood thinking about video game trivia coming up next week and so i figured real quick i want us to guess the and i'm well not me you get you three the top five best selling games of all time i'm gonna give you guys some hints but well actually do you want do you want some guesses off no, hints. no hints no yeah, hints yeah i'm going okay i know i think one, i know this
3: i know two i know number I know one, one and i know, I know number three. two i know three of them
2: can i just guess one right now before these go two for it, bro. <laughs> gta 5 Gotta be one of them, right?
1: Ro got, Ro got one. That's number two I, with 165 I, I'm gonna, million. I'm gonna give you number one. You
0: want number one? Kids Tell me. One. Tetris.
1: No, that is number three with one hundred. Oh, but it's on there.
2: Minecraft.
0: It's on there. That's
1: number Minecraft. one.
2: 238
0: Minecraft.
1: million. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And there's two more
2: that we still need to
1: get. Is Wii Sports, more. right? Wii sports. Uh, Mario
0: 64.
1: Wii Sports is indeed number four with 82 million. We're looking for number five. Is it Super Mario? It is not. That's number six.
2: Oh, wow. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe
1: is number seven. <laughs> oh, Dragon's wow. Dogma. Damn it! Is nowhere near the top ten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's nowhere to be found. I, oh man, I'm not sure on this. You one. want a hint?
2: Is it sure. Animal Crossing New Horizons? It's a shooter. Oh. Oh,
0: Marvel Warfare 3.
1: No.
2: Really? A Shooter. Oh. Is it a Call of Duty?
1: It is not a Call of Duty. It is a battle royale. I was gonna say Fortnite. Yeah. Is it PUBG? <laughs> I guess is PUBG, my guy. Wow. PUBG, seventy-five what? million. Wow. Interesting. Yep. That Interesting. was fun. I like that.
2: PUBG. I would. That would have been. I the would last not have, guess. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which is. A he weird didn't say one. battle royale. That would have been not said at all. I not, yeah. was not even thinking that. It's a weird.
3: one. Stay one's... tuned for. Oh, sorry. Uh huh. I was just gonna say it's a weird one too because it's not. Uh, it's free to play now, right?
1: Yes, so.
3: you're right. Yeah.
1: Anyway, stay tuned for 150 for more video game tri- uh, trivia.
3: Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Christian's been working hard on that, so very excited to see that. All right. Uh, guys, now do we want to go into our quick bites? Yes. We do have another announcement next week, so you'll have to stay tuned for next week's episode to hear what that is about episode 200. Hear about that. First Quick bite, guys, The Last of Us Part 1 gets a brand new trailer. Uh, lots of cool stuff in that new trailer. It looks really good. Uh, they showed off a lot of the enhancements they're doing. Uh, one of the cooler parts that I thought that was interesting is a, a lot of their new accessibility options that they're putting in there, um, which seemed to actually like further what they did with The Last of Us Part 2, which is really cool. Um, one of the things that I thought was cool was... Uh, they have someone read out basically like the actions that are happening on the screen, which is really interesting. I've never seen that done in a video game before. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. describe. Yeah, they, video.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Description. This is on par uh, with me of like S tier accessibility with uh Forza's um, signing that they have in like the lower third. Uh, incredible to see like this level of accessibility come to like first party games, like both both Xbox and uh, not Sony the games. So very cool. Um, I
0: this. Okay. I apologize, Dan, right off the hop. This might, might turn this, this one into a not so quick fight. Because I have something to say about this. This trailer has actually kind of put me into the other camp a bit. It seems no like there's, It seems like there's not as many gameplay improvements as I thought there was. There's no dodging. There's no prone. It seems like it's just an animation overhaul, which kind of has me a little worried. I'm not going to lie. I was, you guys know me. I was in Naughty Dog's camp. I was like, just wait till we see it, guys. It's probably worth the money. And I mean, it's still subjective, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, I really thought they were going to port Last of Us 1 into Last of Us 2's engine and just really like the only reason I bring this up is that it's like, is this remake or is this kind of like remaster territory again? To me remake was like brand new engine, new gameplay features. This just seems like new animations. I know the gun bench is from Last of Us Part 2 and that's cool, but like I can't dodge and have these really cool like melee battles as droll. I can't prone and like wait and ambush people. That kind of kind of sucks. But so that's, lie. that's
1: that's different because that's that's a different game style. And, and honestly, you're right because I think if anything it's Sony's fault for marketing in that way and then opening up pre-orders beforehand. Like, right. If there's any blame there, I think it's totally on Sony's fault. Um, and then just the wording on this, like, oh, gr- from the ground up remake, and like, well, you know, it gets a lot muddier, but, like, you're right. But I, I still say it's more on the remake side than than uh, remaster, considering how much work is actually going into reworking all the assets right. um, that are existing. And then, hmm, okay, see, oh, as I'm describing this, I'm already, like, falling into the trap of remake, It's tough, remaster, right? Like, it's yeah. kind
0: of... It's well, hard. then there's also like there's remaster, there's remake, there's remix. This might be kind of like that category where it's like I totally understand the developers. I'm, you can see they put a lot of love and care into it. But from like a big picture sort of standpoint, I'm watching this and I was kind of disappointed. Even even <laughs> though I was totally hot on this before this 10-minute deep dive. I'm kind of like, shit, I
1: thought, I don't know. I don't know. The, the way I'm imagining it is less Final Fantasy Seven. Remake and more akin to like a Demon Souls remake where it's still the same assets, but it's it's much it, it's built for a new console and for a new generation right. even though obviously it looks the difference is way crazier on Demon Souls than it is for a sure. last of us game
0: now, I'm kind of safe in this no matter what because I'm a PC guy. So this game coming to PC is already that's reason enough for me to buy it. like it pays for itself for me to play this on the console. Of my on the platform of my choosing with mouse and keyboard. For me, that's cool, but I, I can I can kind of see now with some PlayStation 5 people, how they might be a little bit jaded where it's like, you know, like for me, I'm still sold on this for, for all the reasons I just listed, but I, I'm starting to kind of see the other side now where it's like, oh man, after this deep dive, like I was really hoping, uh, Ro and I have talked about this numbers of time on the podcast and off the podcast, where it's like when I was playing as Abby in the second half of Last of Us Part Two. I'm like, oh, could you imagine, like, all these animations as Joel and just going through and tearing people up? And it's like, that's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for, you know what I mean? You wouldn't even, I mean, hell, you could just use all of Abby's animations for Joel. She's a tank as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just model swap at that point. That would've been fu- I would have been fine with that. But it's a bit disappointing that I'm not going to be able to just dismember people with my hands as Joel. <laughs> I'm going to have to do what I did in the first one, which is fine. It's still fun, but.
1: He two gameplay. So go to
0: it's so good. It's so good, dude, <laughs> especially as Abby. Oh, my God.
2: I love the Spoiler like, 10. yeah, <laughs> I love the, uh, the additions to the adaptive triggers, though. Like, that stuff was, like, so cool with the giraffe moments, the, the quieter moments, and the actual gameplay moments where Ellie with the bow and feeling that tension. I know that's something I had to talk about for a bunch of games, like Horizon, and they've other other stuff, too, but the last was just... I feel like it'll fit with the Last of Us really well. The, p- the pump of the shotgun, how they're describing it, sounds like it's. I mean, that's enough yeah. for me. Like, I feel like that's <laughs> that's right. that's for me. I'm. I would pay the seventy dollars and the ninety dollars, Christian. I feel Dude, like what
1: is yeah. <laughs> I I you, i forgot. I've looked at the video of the workbench, which is ripped out of like T-Loot two, yes. which is was not the same as T-Loot one. Like, has me really thinking. Like th- there's enough small differences that it might feel like I'm playing this game for the first time again, even though I'm technically right. Not. Yeah. Right. I don't
2: know. I feel like, and the gameplay stuff, I, I I understand that. I think Joel, like you're saying, Gage, he'll probably play pretty similarly to how he did before. But I feel like there's going to be moments where there'll be some finishers that we haven't seen before. I'm sure there's going to be like some a few updated animations. I hope, so, yeah. I, I hope at least, but. Yeah, I, I, yeah. the trailer did the complete opposite for me. I was like, I was already in the Naughty Dog camp, but after watching, I was like, I'm even more in the Naughty Dog camp. Right, right, right. But yeah, I I completely... Uh, I can't disagree with anything that you guys are saying, though. Like, everything that you're saying is completely valid, and the points that you're making are, are not wrong. I just, I just see more value in it, I guess, right now.
3: I think yeah. it's interesting. The way that I was thinking of it is, like... The gameplay is like a remaster, but the visual fidelity is like a remake. That's right. what it feels like mm-hmm. to me.
0: And it's weird because they're, like like again, it's just it's hard to market. Like Christian said, that I don't think they've been marketing properly. But also, it's weird because it's like the AI has been remade, right? Like right. they did remake yeah. the AI, but like all of the game, but like you said, Dan, like from a gameplay mechanics perspective, it's just a simple remaster. And even like when I was watching that gameplay, like some of the like when he's hitting people with the two by four, I'm like, oh, that's the exact same you guys you guys did a new animation from the ground up, but that looks the same as when you played it. But other parts with the AI and the pathfinding and the nav, it's all been remade completely. So it's like this weird remake remaster hybrid. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still hyped to play this on PC. Don't get me wrong. I'm ready to jump back into this, but I can kind of see the argument from some people who already have bought this game twice to kind of be like, doesn't need to be seventy dollars. I can kind of see that, but yeah, I mean the the detail into the new models is like yeah, it's insane. I I'm very excited.
1: I'm sorry, I have one more thing to say.
3: No, oh, you're
1: good. One note, one note on the AI is that this is where I think I'm really excited, but also like still a little a bummed. I I would maybe say is that. I know they're overhauling the, uh, the AI, and what they're really doing for the, the companion stuff is, is awesome to see, because like, that is completely reworked from Tlu 1, right. uh, and maybe even like tlu 2 for, to an extent. But I will miss how in-depth it felt in The Last of Us 2, with every single AI, uh, enemy AI having a uh, name and dialogue uh, that's happening in, in conjunction with what you're doing as a player in those combat right. scenarios. That was like a level of immersion I did not expect out of a Naughty Dog game that like took me by surprise and ended up being one of my favorite things. And I don't know to what extent how that's going to be in TLU one remake. Right. Uh, Yeah. So we'll see.
3: Yeah. And just objectively, this game is going to be worth the $70. It's just a matter of someone, you know, who's played it before may not necessarily feel it's worth that. For sure. All right, guys. Well, uh, I <laughs> while we were all discussing that I just stuck that in the news of the week instead of quick bites and I moved this other item into quick bites so there's a little prelude to our news of the week guys cuz <laughs> we went in depth in there and I wasn't expecting us to and I feel like you guys won't be upset that I moved this one into No, that's, quick a, good that's okay. a good swap. That's a good swap. Okay. All right, so our First quick bite, then, guys, is we've got some Ubisoft news. Ubisoft has officially delayed Avatar Frontiers of Pandora to 2023 to 2024. Uh, not terribly surprising since we really haven't seen that game yet. Uh, we also got a few other little tidbits in here as well, uh, which says that Ubisoft will reveal the future of Assassin's Creed in September. Um, they're saying that uh, that there's an, a, re- a reveal of Tom Clancy's The Division Resurgence for mobile, which is uh, coming in, in line with a stated strategy of expanding the brand's universe to a significantly larger audience. Not sure if that's what the audience is looking for, but I guess we'll see. Um, and then the last thing here that I put Ghost Recon Frontline and Splinter Cell VR have both been canceled as well as two other unannounced games. Um, so, guys, any ideas on uh, what what are those other announced games, like unannounced I, games? Knowing my luck with Ubisoft,
0: it's one of those was the Ghost Recon sequel. And that's not coming now. It's fine. Whatever. Ghost Recon is just... It's dead. I'm glad for Frontline is is canceled. Not not in the sense that sure. I, I hope that any of the devs are affected by that. Like I hope that they just put them on other tasks. But what a what an absolute spit on the legacy of that franchise. This is the complete opposite of anything Ghost Recon. Like you have some diehards in in the Ghost Recon um, uh, fan base, which is myself because I grew up playing those games and I, I love them. I don't talk about them a lot because there's not much to talk about. Like even even Wildlands and Breakpoint, while fun. And we've bickered about this before in the past. Like, to me, those still aren't Ghost Recon games. Like, it's still like unnecessary. Like, the open world part's unnecessary. It's very like GTA clone. So, the front line was just like even farther down that path of like, you guys really don't care about Ghost Recon at all. You're just putting this branding on there. So, I kind of like that from a philosophical standpoint, I guess. But it was definitely made for business decisions. Don't get me wrong.
1: Are they going to be canceling the. What was the Cod Clone Shooter that was in
0: mm-hmm.
1: like Oh, X-Defiant. X-Defiant. That yeah. wasn't
0: announced. So if it's if if it is going to be canceled, that wouldn't be in this batch. That would be that would be coming after, but um I th- that also was not great when I played that. It did not feel good at all. I, mean, I, have I didn't a...
1: play it. Oh, smart, smart. Uh, I have an odd question here in relation to the Ubisoft news. Um uh, Totally subjective here. What is more concerning to you, a Quantic Dream Star Wars game, or sorry, the Quantic Dream Star Wars game, or the Ubisoft Avatar? Like I'm worried about both of those games, but I, I can't tell which one I'm more. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> I, was, I mean, I'd say Quantic Dream because then they say that it's like twenty-five or, or something. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but then I look at this avatar like window. Oh, it's coming either next year or the year after. We don't really know. Like, That's I don't true. know. That's
2: true. And so. yeah, we haven't really seen anything of either game yet, right? Technically, correct. The the, the avatar stuff was just CGI stuff, right?
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe I, I don't know. Ubisoft is not <laughs> giving me a lot of faith recently. So
0: no. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a good article I saw. I, I want to say it was Washington Post or New York Times. Uh, but one of the video game divisions over there and the article headline was just perfect. It was like, is Ubisoft okay? <laughs> and it's like right now, like, no, not really. I, you know what I will say if in the off chance that some random Ubisoft employee stumbles across this video and makes it to this exact time. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to say to you, Ubisoft, take a look at Capcom. Capcom has a renaissance happening and they did so by doubling down on their old franchises and doing what they do best. Ubisoft, for the past 10 years, has been taking their unique IPs and turning those into generic clones of other games, trying to chase the bank. Capcom did the opposite, and it worked out for them incredibly. It paid out in spades, because you know what? While Resident Evil might not be as popular as Call of Duty, people that want that type of experience will flock to it if you double down on that. Give me an over-the-shoulder, linear Ghost Recon tactical game Please. I want a stealth-focused Splinter Cell game. Please. I want a parkour-based Assassin's Creed game with no fucking RPG mechanics. Please. You have all these unique IP. Make them unique. Please. Please, Please. Ubisoft. Please.
3: Please. Please. <laughs> well, that's right. my plead. Uh, our next quick bite, guys. The Joker officially will not be showing up in Gotham Nights. Uh, this leads me to wonder what we are having to face in Gotham Knights. I hope there's some really cool bad guys in Gotham Knights. Of course, Joker is one of the most iconic bad guys, and he's used so much. So, so many, but other. he's dead. Yeah. Well, no, this takes place in a different timeline, right? Correct. I, I thought it was in the Arkham
1: universe. Is this I, it part not? Of the multiverse? I
3: don't think so. I think they said that this game takes place in like a bubble because people were saying Bruce Wayne's dead or whatever, so that like it's a sequel to Arkham, uh, uh, whatever the last one is, Knight. Night. Night. But then they confirmed after the fact that, no, this is not a sequel to Arkham Knight. This is a standalone thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So oh, I thought I heard
0: know? I thought I heard rumors that this game like I don't follow this at all, but I thought I heard rumors that you're fighting the Court of Owls. So I don't know if that means anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's my assumption as well. Yeah. I don't know why idea. you're fighting birds, but <laughs> Yeah. Dude, Court of Owls rules, dude. <laughs> maybe. Apparently yeah, Definitely apparently maybe. it's a
2: good a good comic run. I've heard I've heard good things as well, Christian.
1: I haven't read it, but I've heard uh, good thank things. Thank you,
2: bro good things i don't know why this is news though this is so weird that's why would true. they admit that admit this the Joker's,
3: yeah <laughs> yeah
2: it's like just so you guys know don't get your hopes up but i do yeah. think they followed it's
3: like it up DC. sorry
2: no is- no guy. i just think they followed it up with uh saying that harley quinn might show up though right mm. i think that's oh, what I they said
1: that.
2: yeah that'd be cool but um yeah it's interesting i have a uh, question
0: for you guys is this is this even farther down the rabbit hole of how we talk about we don't like announcements of announcements. Is this an announcement <laughs> of a non-announcement?
1: <laughs> mm.
0: True. True. We we're announcing that Joker's not in the game. <laughs> I should have. I should have. <laughs> I let that. you guys know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God. All right. Next. Well, on. I mean, I, oh, I immediately sorry. I immediately akin it to um, DC at Comic-Con saying Superman. Henry
3: Cavill is not here. I don't, I don't know. Mm. That's fair. I, I am now DC since I put this news story in here. Uh, <laughs> our next quick fight, guys. Guerrilla Games is shutting down multiplayer for Killzone Mercenary, Killzone Shadowfall, and Rigs, which I have no idea what Rigs Mechanized Combat League is, but, oh, Christian's giving me a real a real Uh-oh. shocked face there. You got a stink Uh-oh. eye there.
1: Bro, Rigs is supremely uh, a supremely underrated PSVR game. Uh, I understand why it's being... Shelf though but still
2: <laughs> i can't believe that killzone mercenary was still up all this time like yeah. i i remember playing that game in like early high school i'm shocked that that's that was still still going so i get that too
3: early high school wow you're showing oh, our yeah. age here on podcast PS. <laughs>
2: 2013 it came out right?
3: uh,
1: early 20, high school 2013
2: i don't know When when did, I, <laughs> when did i start high school yeah yeah i graduated in 2015 we
3: hate to see
2: it folks yeah i'm pretty sure i graduated i don't know dan dan was
3: dan was playing with the model t his first year here we go (laughs) moving on to the next that is awesome (laughs) to the next news story lebron james and rick and morty have officially joined the multiversus game from dc uh They've got some crazy numbers they've been posting as well, which is really cool to see. They had a peak of 144,456 concurrent players on Steam alone yesterday. And now granted, this game is still, or it was still in early access at the time of that um, number coming out. And now the open beta is officially live, so everyone can go ahead and flock to multiverses. And I think, yeah, I think this is awesome, and it's an indication of the game actually, the gameplay actually being very fun um, as I played it last week. Uh, So, yeah, guys, dive into some multiverses. We need to to play some here. That's on Steam? Uh, It's on everywhere,
0: everywhere. Okay. On PC, it's on Steam? I'm going to download it right now.
3: Yes.
1: We should absolutely all play that. There's uh, my friend had some first-hand uh, experience with the beta already, and it said that the tutorial is actually like pretty lengthy and, and refreshing to see in like a Smash style game in comparison, obviously, to Smash games, which just kind of throw you in. Sure, it's pick up and play, but like it's still nice to, to have that if you want.
3: Absolutely. Moving into our next quick bite, guys. The team behind NFT Worlds, the Minecraft NFT project, have some harsh words for Microsoft uh so apparently the team behind nft Wor- worlds uh the minecraft nft project now are now in jeopardy over moang's blockchain ban and they have harsh words for microsoft the company says it's now making its own game based on minecraft's mechanics make no mistake this is a web 2 versus web 3 battle and end quote uh what no what The fact that Mohang came out and said, like, no NFTs, no blockchain bullshit is why people were excited about this. So, like, you're not going to have any backing from the majority of players out there. And the fact that Minecraft is a largely kid-focused game, I think it's disgusting that there's a company like this that's trying to take advantage of that by getting kids to buy all this crap that, you know, I don't even know what an NFT is, really. Right. Yeah. Good luck. Those guys. <laughs> Good luck. They're gonna make it their own game. Yeah.
1: That'll be great. Let, <laughs> let them. Let them dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let them we'll see burn. how it shakes out. Yeah. <laughs>
3: All right, guys, we've got a couple of Xbox improvements on the way for our next quick bite here. Microsoft is making it easier to tell which Xbox games you're allowed to play. Um, This is a very cool uh, new way to tell what, like, game ownership status. Um, So oftentimes when I am playing and I have something on my console or whatever, I click on it to play it, and it says, like, it gives you some weird generic error. Now... So like if you have a disc based game for instance and you don't have that disc in the tray it shows a little disc icon in the bottom right corner of the tile for the game so it's indicating you need your disc um, for that specific game that you own because obviously not everyone has all disc games, not everyone has all digital games so it's nice to get that indicator as well as they've added so if you downloaded a game pass game and for instance, that game goes out of Game Pass. It'll have a little warning indicator saying this game has left Game Pass. So it kind of gives you an idea of like your game library at a glance, rather than having to like research and figure out what the heck why is my game not working. So I think. And this a- is on the dashboard. Uh, yes. Yep.
1: That's really cool. I love to see sexy UI do stuff like this. It's just a lot easier and less barriers to like have to click through stuff. Very cool.
3: Yes. Xbox has always killed it when it comes to UI. They've always, always been ahead of the pack. And in terms of that, we have another improvement as well that they did, which uh, has uh, sped up Xbox boot times uh, for Xbox Series S and X and Xbox One. So the Series X has been reduced by about five seconds for the startup. It was already only like nine seconds or something. Now it's only four seconds to boot up. Uh, and this this just further illustrates why you need to have your console in power saving mode now, because power saving mode saves you so much energy. Because it's I think they said it's like 25 times more efficient to have your console in uh, energy saver mode, and they've they've come a long way since the original launch of energy saver mode where you couldn't update games and that kind of stuff that stuff still it works now as of a i think that was like six months ago or so that they introduced uh, the ability to update your games and such for energy saver mode so do it help save the planet and not spend as much on electricity and such
1: that is nice but look come on let's eat the rich first
2: that's true (laughs) that's true priorities
3: Wait,
1: let's eat the rich
3: first. I think I, have, I, I take I more th-
1: issues with Kylie Jenner taking a a three minute oh. flight than uh, I thought you made. Yeah. We are using a little bit of extra electricity.
0: No, th- you know I what, Christian? You bring up an excellent point. Yeah, the whole like it's like the plastic straws thing. It's like this is nice, but do you know that majority? Like, there's like five mega corporations that like produce like seventy percent of the po- of the pollution, as opposed to like you having a paper straw in your starbucks it doesn't matter i
1: hate it uh sorry for this diet tribe, Dan.
3: okay
0: i guess we go in sometimes that was an excellent <laughs> comment christian
3: excellent comment excellent comment i think we should do eat both. the rich i think we should do both eat the rich and use energy saver mode well energy dan safe. if we're eating
0: the rich we're coming for you buddy well, i'm not
2: rich <laughs> I
3: don't know what you think hey moving you on that pool last week that's not mine it's not my there's my backyard (laughs) it's a small backyard allegedly
2: allegedly we saw you in a pool (laughs) you've never seen your backyard dan
3: yeah all right after (laughs) the show i'll I'll (laughs) turn that out uh, <laughs> next quick bite, guys. The Lord of the Rings Gollum game has officially been delayed. This is going to upset millions around the world. I'm not really sure how many people are going to be upset about this, but they say that uh, the Lord of the Rings Gollum is going to be delayed by a few months. We will update you with an exact timing in the near future, and that's from Datalik Entertainment. So, um, yeah, yeah, everyone knows. Oh, My no. precious. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. <laughs>
2: right, wasn't there a preview of this not too long ago, and the people who did play it didn't weren't, weren't too impressed. I think, yeah, probably. So good. That sounds. I think right. I heard something like that.
0: I could have told yeah. you. I could have told you that though. I
2: mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I hope they take their time and deliver it. But I don't think there was very much hubbub as as Dan was saying regarding this game. Like,
1: I don't think there's many people excited for it. So no, unfortunately. We'll see if this not. comes out at all yes i mean was anyone really hankering for a golem game (laughs) no i mean that's the thing right like it's like
3: yeah all right next quick bite guys uh this is gonna affect roshan because we gotta get you one of these anywho meta quest 2 is officially getting a hundred dollar price increase on august 1st that is rough uh that is so close. Yes. <laughs> so the uh, one twenty eight gigabyte uh, version is going up from two ninety nine to three ninety nine, and the two fifty six gig version will go from three ninety nine to four ninety nine. And Meta also confirmed that starting August first through December thirty first, those that purchase a Quest Two will receive a free copy of Beat Saber. That's such a great deal. You get a free copy of a game that's like twenty dollars or less. Oh, a hundred dollar price. Are you
2: kidding me? <laughs>
0: You're being sarcastic. I okay, am. it took me a quick. <laughs> <it took you laughs> a second. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I don't normally like techs going the other way. It's going down in price, so I'm not really sure. I think possibly this is going up in price because VR still has the problem of you know hitting the mainstream, and is this a way for them to? cover their costs, I guess. I, I'm not right. sure, Chris, Christian.
1: Yo. You, n- you nailed it, yes, because the uh, currently the Quest 2 is being sold at a significant loss uh, to the company, and obviously they've been losing uh, millions of dollars year after year um, with record loss in 2022. Uh, I'm getting all this info from ho- the homie Charlie... Uh, Wa- Actually, I've never asked how to pronounce their I'm last gonna- name. <laughs> Wachels. He wrote a, a, an awesome... Sorry, they wrote an awesome piece on... Um, um, for Android Central, on this, and uh, essentially, you're right. Is that they just are losing too much money on current sales, and they need to up the price, and you know, unfortunately, consumers are going to bear that brunt. And Emmett, I always quote Emmett. Dude is, dude is, on, he's on it every single week. He said that honestly, like the people who are like interested in VR will probably buy VR, but the problem isn't that it's too inexpensive. The problem is that. The people that are interested are not interested, and then making right. it more expensive like is, isn't gonna isn't gonna help that. So yeah,
0: I think I they know. thought they really thought that they were gonna be able to succeed on the Xbox PlayStation model, which is where you sell your console at a loss initially, and then you get such a huge demographic, such a huge client base that when they're buying all your software, that makes up for it. But like you said, Christian, VR is not that popular. So when they when they sort of had that idea of let's sell it really cheap. And then I'm, I'm assuming they thought maybe they'd, they'd make, up for, make up for that with software sales. It's like, no, it's still a very niche hobby. Like, yeah, I think you guys both hit it right on the head. That's exactly why they're having to increase the cost, which it'll be interesting to see now because Meta is also having really bad PR. Uh, I mean, they've been having that for years, but um, it'll be
1: interesting to see how that sort of factors into it as well. And yet they're still like the best selling VR by far. And there probably still, still will be, even after PSVR 2, because we've already talked on the show about how you still need this thing that is elusive to so many people right. by this separate machine. It'll be double the cost to buy any kind of VR headset. That's not the Quest. Still after this price hike, so right. I don't know.
3: So this will yeah. be interesting for the PSVR price, too, because I, I think that... I think it's possible that Sony could even come in at four, $400 because of, because of that extra cost of entry of buying a PS5 as well, Christian, because uh, that would be a $900 investment, $400 for the headset, $500 for the console. So that puts an interesting <laughs> thing there where you could have a more powerful headset in the PSVR 2 than the Oculus Quest 2, or I'm sorry, Meta Quest 2. They changed the name. Uh, and they're the same price point. That would be very interesting. Oh. I have a
2: six dollar Best Buy gift card. Maybe now's the time. <laughs> Hell yeah!
3: Yes. <laughs> we need to play some golf. We need to get you in the Dude. golf sessions with the with the three. Dude, of us. I I guess this is maybe
1: spoilers for what you got for me. But like Dan had the crazy. Dan and I played the craziest game of golf like last same. week. It was awesome. It was awesome. All
3: right. Moving on here. Sony has officially launched a new development hardware loan program for Indies. Uh, This is very cool. Uh, This is coming from Shinobi602 on Twitter. Uh, Sony has launched new development hardware loan program for Indies to lower the barrier of entry for development. Newly licensed PlayStation game publishers and developers will be eligible to receive one PS5 dev dev kit and one PS5 testing kit. Um, so very cool way to kind of help out those indie developers that are just getting started and maybe don't have the money to uh, buy a dev kit right away. Very cool, yeah. um, guys. This is uh, our next quick bite is following up on a quick bite we had a long time ago, but a fan is remastering The Simpsons Hit and Run, and we already knew that part of it. He's remastering the gameplay. But now we have also learned that he is remastering the, ha- the uh, cut scenes and making them all hand drawn in the same uh, style of the actual Simpsons show, which is super, super cool. There's some screenshots on IGN if you want to check them out. Uh, but I just love this so much because the 3D art style of the game really doesn't do justice to the cutscenes. It makes <laughs> it look like really weird and wonky. Um, so the fact that he's doing this is so cool. I really wish I liked The Simpsons so I could be excited about this. That
0: that is cool. If you're a fan of The Simpsons, this guy is this is this is a cool thing that this guy's doing.
1: I mean, hit. And, you don't have to be a fan of The Simpsons to, to know that Hit and Run is like yeah. a great game. Oh,
0: Hit and Run's fantastic. I just meant specifically with him hand drawing the uh, the cutscenes to, to gotcha, match the sure. style of the yeah. Like the uh, like if there's some diehard uh, Simpsons fans out there, that's going to mean a lot to them. That's going to be really cool to see, but. Yeah, for me, yeah, hit and run gameplay for sure. I n- I never cared about the Simpsons, so I just just played hit and run because it was fun, and uh, I'll absolutely jump back into that for sure if there's a if there's a PC. This is a I'm guessing this is a mod for PC that he's doing. It's a fan
3: made uh, like separate project, so I don't know. I oh, guess okay. it, Uh, I guess it'll have to release free. I don't know how that works with like. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't right? get shut down as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's a new studio guys, dark passenger that has officially been announced coming from CD project red veterans. Uh, it's very fascinating though it says the dark passenger team has a, has been working the past two years in pre-production on a new IP based in feudal Japan. And I believe I read that it was a multiplayer focused game, but, uh, okay. sounds very interesting. Uh,
1: Nice. I, I have nothing on this. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> You're fine either. <laughs> are we getting
2: too many feudal Japan games now?
1: Maybe. What are the other ones?
2: I I don't I don't know. I feel like I just feel like we've gotten a lot. Like what about during what is it Trek to Yomi? We got Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Ooh, yeah.
2: I mean, I feel like there's others that I'm forgetting. Trek to
1: that... issue was not the aesthetic though. Like it in right. that gameplay it just was not it. That's true. I really wanted to like that game so bad.
0: Yeah, I, I made it maybe 45 minutes into it. I was like, this is not playing well at all. It's
2: not. Yeah, no. Let me see if I can find more examples. Why we talk could have just spoken on my ass right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, there's the rumored Assassin's Creed game. That's and uh, taking. Oh, but we want that one. Fan. yeah, everybody wants we do that want one. that one. We do that is
1: not that rumored. That's what we want that they that they will do. <laughs> uh, I remember years
0: ago, they gave like a list Wait, of places they didn't know. want to go, and that was on them. And everybody was like, why? That sounds <laughs> literally have ninjas. What are you
3: talking about? I think, uh, shoot, I wish I had this in the doc because I remember reading it. Uh, I think Jason Schreier said that not the next assassins creed cuz that's like a spin off of valhalla but the one after that he doesn't know what the the uh, timeline is but he was like giving details about the game and he said that's the one that's rumored to be feudal japan i don't know if that's actually
0: true uh, or not. But, that
3: would be cool yeah um
0: i, I really know. think just throwing this out there i i and again totally derailing the quick bites i think it'd be really cool to see a world war 1 assassins creed i feel like that's such a cool time period where it's like you still had people using swords and sabers on horseback but then also there's like modern guns and like you think about like all the cloaks and the you know the trench coats that people would
2: wear in the trench i feel like a world war one assassin's creed game would be fucking awesome but i feel like that's not gonna happen assassins hello creed. hello just wanted to wait to Keruk in the chat there <laughs> He's talking to us. I, I completely missed it. Kirk. Apologies, Karak.
3: Yeah I, yeah, I apologize as well. I missed your uh, Twitch chat there. Um, he has VR, PSVR on the low end of the totem pole. Oh, wow. H- he has HTC Vive. Vive, not vibe. We're not vibing. Um, <laughs> we, we are vibing. We're vibing. Oh, sorry. Anywho, moving on, speaking of vibing, you can vibe out and play Before Your Eyes on Netflix with your phone, which when Netflix announced their game project, I didn't expect this, but this is actually really cool. Uh, So you can use your phone's camera to blink your way through Before Your Eyes, an accessible emotional narrative game about transporting extraordinary souls to the afterlife, and you can play it now. Of course, three-fourths of us have played it. Gauge. Uh, Dan, you haven't finished The Last of Us Part 2 yet, alright? <laughs>
1: like that deflect? Fair.
0: Like how I deflected that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, I don't know if Before Your Eyes is a gauge type of game. Like, I'm not convinced.
0: I bought it. I'm going to give it a go once Oh, I have time. hell
1: yeah. Dude, it's so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I will. Yeah, I'm going to give it a go.
2: It's not too long either. I think I beat it in the. A... What is a gauge
0: man. game? What, what is a gauge game? Does it mean, like... I don't know, man. Listen, I think, I think you're <laughs> rightly assuming that I don't have the attention span for that.
1: I'll have you know, I played Firewatch, all right? It has nothing to do with attention span. It's just, I don't know, aesthetics and... Uh, do you, you like story games, never mind. You like, like Red Dead and stuff. Yeah, you'll like it. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, is that what you want me? I'm sorry. That <laughs> is what I wanted. I apologize. Thank you. Don't mm. let it happen again. Just took yes, I'm going to play
3: it. I'm going to say I loved it regardless of whether or not I liked it. <laughs> Alright, our final quick bite, guys. Rollerdrome <laughs> is officially coming August 16th, and it can be purchased at a discount with PlayStation Plus. Uh, I thought that was very cool. Christian, you sent this in the chat. Uh, it's very cool that they're giving discounts like this with PlayStation Plus for games that people may be interested in. So, And this game looks really cool.
1: The discount is cool, but I think even cooler is um, I completely forgot that premium has game trials. Um, like what? What? I think the coolest thing about game trials is to get to experience things that you normally maybe like aren't sure about, like whether buying stuff like right off the bat. Like maybe Neon White would be a game like you're not sure if you would actually vibe with, and if you know if that was up on premium for game trials, it might be. I don't know. I haven't checked. Uh, but this is so like yeah, I'm gonna be a thousand percent trying it out, and if I enjoy it, which is, I think I might, you know, I'll buy, buy with that uh, discount.
3: Very cool. Heck yeah all right guys jumping into the street meat where we never know what's ripe and what's sour and what's good and what's not so here we go <laughs> i don't know jeff, jeff i don't jeff. like
2: ripe meats that sounds i know dude or yeah.
3: sour meat all of that sounds awful exactly so that's it. i like
0: it that's the spirit of yeah that's the spirit of street.
3: you just don't know what you're getting jeff grubb Has revealed that a Black Panther game is officially in development titled Project Rainier, developed by the new studio head, headlined by ex-monolith vice president Kevin Stevens and published by EA. It's supposedly an open world single player game where the player becomes the new Black Panther and it's still early in development. I would be very, very excited for this game if uh, if many of those things line up, like open world, single player, amazing story, Black Panther. That sounds fantastic. I hope that comes to fruition. That sounds cool.
1: I wonder how far away it is if it if it is indeed true, and when they would announce. Maybe like in the fall. it seems like what Jeff Grubb is saying that it it might be sooner than we expect. So maybe a fall announcement with a, you know, maybe like summer fall release date of next year.
0: Yeah, and so, I know Daniel Summer would sound really good, yeah.
1: Yeah, and Dan's a big, uh, big fan of the Middle Earth games. Obviously, mono yes. is working on this. Would be a, a big, probably the, the biggest get for him here. Also, you know, on top of being you know a Black Panther story. So, yeah, I'm curious. Uh, they got they got to really nail um, who the protagonist is. Like, is it mm-hmm. going to be T'Challa or is it someone new? Like. That I think is gonna be the big hook for a lot of people. So we'll see.
3: I almost right. wonder if it's gonna be like a Halo Reach type of effect where you're playing the player's playing as like this new person that's going to take the role of Black Panther. I, yeah. I feel like it's not gonna be like I, hmm. I
0: I I think inadvertently Marvel has kind of put Disney, I, I should say, but Marvel has kind of put them in this themselves in this spot that's really good for games where They have the MCU so carefully curated that now we're getting to the point where I think they they feel a lot more comfortable saying to to video game developers who want to use their license, just saying like, no, make it something completely separate. Whereas before that wasn't that wasn't the case, right? Like it was a big deal when Insomniac announced that they were able to make it a a unique Spider-Man story. Everyone was super excited about that. Whereas now I think because of how Carefully crafted and 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 planned out, the MCU is. I think they probably are a lot more comfortable saying to developers, like, yeah, you can make a a game, just make sure it has nothing to do with the MCU. And in which case, for us, like, that's kind of cool, right? Like, I, I would love to see this be a completely new character, new storyline, where I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really cool.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I I played the uh, War for Wakanda in the Avengers. That was a while ago we're talking about that on the show but i like the 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 story the problem with it is obviously it was attached to marvel's avengers by we enix but (laughs) the the story itself was really cool so getting a a a a focus game focus on black panther that's the deal nothing else attached to it definitely excites me and it being open world awesome single player yeah everything sounds awesome so i hope it does come to come, come together
3: uh Kyrick says in the in the chat, not related to your topic, but As Dust Falls is out now on Game Pass. Yes, yes. we we need to team up. We should get to that. The pod yeah. is gonna. Try to stream that. Up for that. Yeah, that'd be yes. really.
1: Cool. Oh, that'd be fun. That yeah. would be a fun stream. Yeah.
3: Uh, guys, Stal- we should We're- also. Go. Oh, sorry.
1: We should also escape some rooms, but yes. I digress. I'm also down. To <laughs> anyway star wars i'm sorry yes
3: star wars knights of the old republic guys the remake has reportedly paused development uh this comes by way of bloomberg which i have apparently reached my free article limit please subscribe (laughs) to bloomberg wow that's great thank you for that so i guess i won't tell you about that because apparently bloomberg is Gated by I can pricing. I,
0: I can I can I can wing it off the cuff because I read the article. Okay. They creative uh, design director left and was fired.
2: But yeah, and it
0: was- yeah, was fired, and they are struggling. Uh, there was creative. I want to say it was creative director and design director. There's two big heads that were fired uh, after internal dispute, and now they are putting the project on hold to reassess. Um, I guess uh who they're gonna have lead it, I don't know it's I'm, I'm c- color me shocked i did I thought of all the games that were going to be remade, like I didn't really see anyone going amiss with this one. I'm really shocked that they're having this this much turmoil for a game that is ostensibly a remake, right? Like it's just you just need to sort of you, everything's laid out, but I don't know, maybe they're trying to reinvigorate the gameplay or something, and there's kind of leading to some internal debate. I have no idea what's going on.
1: Yeah, something I learned actually with this gauge is that, because um, I had no idea who Aspire was, but apparently reading like comments is that like people were expecting this because Aspire has not lived up to expectations of porting games in the past. Oh. Um, which I had no idea about. Um, so they might have just had their teeth sink in something they can't quite chew out, which is, you know, a beloved franchise like KOTOR uh, remaking right. it for new consoles and PC like, just might have been too much for them. And yeah. I mean, insane for like heads heads of that studio to be fired or you know let go that's right. that seems odd to me i don't know what's going on oh, indeed
3: uh christian glenn says in the chat christian you're a, fl- a funny stream. from our friend glenn What? <laughs> when we were talking about funny streams Anywho. oh <laughs> Moving into the PXN news oh. of the week, guys. We already talked about the first PXN news item at the top of the show with The Last of Us. But our second PXN News of the Week item, PSVR2 news. We've got some details here from the PlayStation blog. Some really good stuff here. Uh they announced that they're we're going to get a, a see-through view mode, which of course Oculus or calling it oculus meta quest also has which is really nice especially when you're like not sure of your surroundings and you're like all right i don't want to have to lift my headset although that's probably the better way to do it but um very cool that they're giving you this option to be able to see into your own real world environment instead of the vr environment um they're also um introducing a broadcast yourself mode while playing. A new broadcast feature for PSVR 2 will allow you to film yourself while playing But by connecting a PS5 HD camera to the console. It's a great way to show off your movements and reactions during a boss battle. PlayStation.
1: Am I able to jump in on this right now? Absolutely. Or do you want to wait until the rest of it? The the- there's only, there's only like two more items. Jump in. Okay. Well, without touching on the, the other stuff, I'll say that, like, First of all, like, yeah, all the Quest stuff that they're implementing into PSVR 2 is fantastic, because the Quest does have very cool stuff. Uh, and I'm glad to see it ported onto other headset VR headsets, because like quality of life stuff like that is very cool. Dan will touch on that in just a few minutes. But the biggest one, in my opinion, is going to be like streaming directly from the headset. Um, VR streaming on PC can be a little bit tough, can be a little bit taxing. For this to do all the work natively on the PS5 and then use the new camera to like, de- depending on how the picture looks, I don't know if they're actually green screening behind them or if they have a green screen. That's going to be really cool to have like a layout picture in picture with you moving around and then also seeing the VR game. Again, natively on the console itself. That's going to be huge for streamers and like might sell more people on PSVR too than, than we might think. I don't know. Yeah, St- Streaming marketing. Don't underestimate it.
3: I actually didn't even notice that she was green screened until you said that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right, moving into the other item here, customized play area also, which is another feature coming from um, MetaQuest as well, where you can set your own custom barrier so that you don't go out and start smacking your your lights and your uh, <laughs> your different <laughs> objects in your house. So that's very cool. Um, And also, and lastly, we're getting two different types of modes for the headset there's VR mode and cinematic mode. So, in VR mode, of course, you can play your games and enjoy content that's in VR in a 360 view environment. So, what you would expect traditional VR to be. But also, they're introducing a cinematic mode where players can view the PS5 system and UI and all other non-VR game and media content on a virtual cinema screen. The content in cinematic mode will be displayed in 1920 by 1080 HDR video format with 24x60Hz and also 120Hz frame rate. Um, so, very, very cool uh, that you have that option to get a giant screen in front of you in virtual reality
1: another thing that is a big improvement from psvr 1 to 2 is that the cinematic mode the resolution on the original psvr like wasn't very good so watching stuff in that just didn't look very good honestly like the quest isn't perfect with a lot of stuff either like i'll i'll watch a few youtube videos every now and then but it's never the best um so seeing that they're like improving like resolution here from vr1 to vr2 is like really cool because now i can I don't know what why, what's going on
2: just correct on the chat yep. nothing we'll tell you later
1: yeah, we'll tell just
3: tell me now am okay. I being a funny streamer no <laughs> uh, there's something he, that he yeah. said is gonna be a good selling point in VR oh porn? He,
1: hell yeah dude I'll yeah. say it I don't give a damn
2: he guessed it, he guessed it. I think he was referring Absol- to, to the twitch at first, and then he's like wait a second yep.
1: yeah. yeah don't VR porn is insane <laughs> I want everyone to try it at least once because oh like it is God. indeed. Grandma an Warner insane turn it experience. off
3: right now. Grandma turn Warner,
1: don't listen.
0: He's talking about he's talking about a type of church service. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> nope. I I did not no, come on. Let's be respectful. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, then you were gonna uh, double down just then. <laughs> <laughs> get us out of here. All right, let's get well, out of everybody here. Everybody well. go to badoink.com.
3: Uh, I oh? I don't even want to know what that is, but anyways. Go to Bandy.com. I'm sure into do. our quick fantasy draft check-in, guys. We've got some exciting, exciting developments. Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels last week didn't have enough reviews to get points. This <laughs> week, it has enough reviews. Let's go. We got 14 points on the board for me. Oh, my me. God. Let's go. Uh, but What's also, we've got... Live, a, I, I always mess this up. Live a live, live, a live.
2: live alive.
3: Okay, live a live. I think it's live alive. Live alive. Reviews have come in, and I believe Christian. Is it? Mm-hmm. What is this? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, you do. Christian oh. got eleven <laughs> points thus far. Not for, enough for live a live or live alive. However, it is. Uh, and thirdly, here a little surprise here. Well, a surprise for me because I don't really know anything about the franchise, but Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Row, you got some points here on the board, some major (laughs) points, and it is sitting at 88 right now, so it it hasn't finalized yet, but 18 points you're looking at right now with that game.
2: Hell yeah. Hell
1: yeah. It's like that Xenoblade,
3: isn't it? It is.
2: It is. No one knows about it.
1: (laughs) Nobody knows I, wish, I, I was just not expecting that game to get as high of reviews as, as it was going to, to get, mm-hmm. is my thing.
3: I think I, when I was doing my research, I actually looked at the previous two games in that franchise, and I was like, well, they did okay, but I don't know if it's going to do that well. So I didn't, I didn't pick it up at the time when I was doing research back many weeks ago when I picked up you know, all these sequels that I've totally played the originals before, right? right totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are moving into PXN Best of All Time. This month's theme was Best Protagonist. And I have to say, Ro, after you put out your video for Zelda, <laughs> Zelda started freaking catching up.
2: You mean Link? Link? Oh, Link.
3: Sorry, Link. <laughs> oh my God! What did you just say, Dan? Uh, I'm sorry. I, it was
0: a. <laughs> what mistake. did you just say? <laughs> it was a mistake. The cardinal
2: oh gamer God. sin. Oh. How dare you? Hey, sorry. everyone,
0: unsubscribe and stop watching. Like, how I do, do we?
1: apologize. <laughs> it's
3: okay. I, Dude, oh my God. The final results. It's... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Christian.
1: I bet this begs the question: Is Dan a
3: normie?
0: <laughs> he might
1: be.
3: He said he no, doesn't man. know what an NFT
1: is. Come on
3: so we had run the poll for three days on our twitter account to find who the best podcast pxn best protagonist of all time is and guys the results are in arthur morgan wins the poll with 38.6 percent of the vote and well deserved yes well deserved, yes, very well deserved. Well deserved. Why would you go straight
1: to Arthur? Okay, sorry.
3: You're getting the rest right now. I'm sorry. I I spoke too soon. Ellie came in a second, which Ellie was giving a run for his money for a while there, and she got 28.9% of the vote. Link in a close third at 25.3%. And poor Joel. I'm so sad for Joel. I am shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I had this one in the bag. I was so cocky
0: and confident. (laughs) I'm really shocked. But again, like it's hard to get mad because all four of these
1: characters are amazing, top tier. Dude, I was thinking about this at the gym today. It is insane to think about um, the fact that we have one one of the most iconic Nintendo characters ever created in that poll at the top two of the most beloved characters ever created from a Sony studio and then a brand new character who has only been in one game with yeah. her, a voice actor who has only done one role before mm-hmm. and Arthur Morgan swept Yeah, for yeah. so much for much of it. Yeah. Insane. What, a, what is, a character that is, huh?
0: What a performance. Yeah. Amazing. I watched that clip. I watched that clip that, Rasha- that you have on Rasha- uh, on your oh, YouTube there. Yeah. Again, after we were talking about it, my God, man, yeah. what so a performance. Good
2: so good, so good. Kurik in the chat said he voted for joel oh.
0: hell yeah oh, nice. hell yeah and you were on my side about video game protagonists this guy knows what
3: he's talking about. <laughs> this guy knows what he is talking about but he Love also it, said correct? no it's zelda i got your back dan so i mean you know you <laughs> all right Goodness well gracious. never mind uh, so, guys, this begs the question Am I just going to win all of these? Because this is my second win. We've only okay. done two of these. Hold on. So, I mean, so. Respectfully,
1: Dan, you cheated during
3: the first one. You did cheat. You did cheat. You did cheat. How you did, cheat. How did yep. I cheat? Please, please, Correct. inform
2: Do you want us to explain this live?
3: Yeah, I again? I think he wants us to explain it, Rashid. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> explain how, it. How is it cheating? I
2: Didn't like you to bribe know. people? Yeah, but how is you that know? cheating? Bribery you know is illegal.
3: You know, bribery consider, is illegal. He's got
2: a point. He's got a point. <laughs> In <certain states. laughs> It's
3: mildly illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I won this Maybe. one legitimately. I didn't do anything. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. <laughs> that
2: we know right.
3: of wait wait yeah. a minute can we just clear the record for a second because th- i just remembered this gauge <laughs> went to a subreddit for fallout News focus <laughs> and p- pandered for votes there so let's let's be clear here there was a lot of i you don't know. remember that i honestly yeah. don't remember that <laughs> oh, so
0: God. i can't i can't uh. really comment on that all i know is that you did absolutely bribe people
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah Very so convenient. i will I, I will say this yeah. oh sorry bro, please no go, go, after go, you. go, 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 go. okay I will say this. It's very cool to see people uh, engaging with the poll throughout Twitter and canvassing. Uh, shout out to uh, Elijah Miller trying to get Game Over Greggy in on this, <laughs> saying, like, we can't have Arthur beat out uh, Ellie. So, yeah, just cool stuff, uh, cool engagement throughout uh, the past two days on, on this poll. Yeah. So, awesome. Very
3: cool. Thank you. All right, guys. Moving into what you got for me. I will just start off here. Forza Riven. Ivan. I can't speak. Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels. I played it for a little while with Gage and Glenn and had some real good fun there. Uh, it's obviously just more Forza Horizon 5 just in Hot Wheels uh, Hot Wheels version of the map. Uh, it's really cool to get like the speed boost from Hot Wheels and get to do these crazy jumps that you don't get to do in the actual game. Of course, you do have some jumps in the real game, but uh, nothing to the, uh, the extent of Hot Wheels. It just makes it really cool. And the cars are really cool-looking. All the Hot Wheels, Hot Rod-type-looking rides are are super cool. Uh, Also, I checked out a little bit of Echo VR with Christian uh, in between us doing mini-golf. We checked that out a little bit, uh, and we almost immediately quit right after because of how just crazy these players were.
1: I warned Dan, do not put us into a public lobby. They're cracked. Let's play with bots. And what does he do? Puts us into a public lobby. That sounds like Dan.
3: (laughs) that does sound like that i thought it would be fun and then we got absolutely <laughs> smashed. so yeah wouldn't recommend that but uh play against bots uh <laughs> if only ro. christian hadn't
2: warned you about that i know if only he had.
3: <laughs> ro what you got for me
2: nothing christian what you got for me
3: <laughs> oh yeah
1: sorry to <laughs> hear about that row it's okay <laughs> um uh recently we did the Penultimate Conquest video game decathlon extraordinaire. And they underestimated me. They thought they, everyone was going to easily get the win. And I won, like, all of the games that we played on that day. Uh, <laughs> I am I am cracked at video games, except for Echo VR, apparently. So I've been playing games like Fall Guys, playing that new season, some more. Very fun. Uh, jump in, again, on Mario Golf. Still, a, I think, a great game. Deserves a little bit more respect, but I understand it, uh, it's criticism because I agree with the criticism. One day I'll have a more in-depth conversation about Mario Golf, but not today. Um, what else did I play? Dude. Two games I jumped into this week that I haven't played in a minute and it was like I was back a couple of years still like just like riding a bike. Fantastic. Can you guess what those two games are?
2: Hmm. Multiplayer? I guess
1: so. Yes. <laughs> Was it a Sony game? Uh,
2: Was one of them Titanfall
1: 2? God, I love Timefall 2. I should go back to that, but it's not. I'll tell you. It is the underrated game of 2016. Beating out the Witcher 3 for my game of the year. Oh? As Rocket League. Oh. Rocket League, I in my opinion, should be in discussion of game of the generation last generation. It is that good. It is still that good to this to this day. This game is fantastic. And it's not to say The Witcher 3 is a bad game, Dan. I see you enraging, but it, it, it's not. I love The Witcher 3. Rocket League is this good for it to be, to come on the scene, brand new. Uh, I, I guess it technically a sequel. And for it to be this sustained in eSports, this highly regarded, even still on TikTok seeing clips for it to be memed. This is Rocket League. It's so good. And I jumped back into this week and I've am been I'm playing more of it. It's like riding a bike, still flying around, you know what? So fun.
0: You said game of the generation, and I had an adverse reaction to that. But the more I started thinking about it, like, you're right. Like Rocket League is I is really perhaps, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stayed the it's it's here for the long haul. Like it's and it has no signs of slowing down currently. Like, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: a good point. That's a really good point.
1: And the other game is Minecraft. We found out that <laughs> one of the things I love about PC Minecraft is that you can like you know, download seeds from other players and play on, like, custom levels that they've made. You can't do that on console. Turns out you actually can. They make, the users make them, and then they upload them, and you have to pay a small fee because, you know, they're, they're creating something and they're selling it. But we bought a custom map for a dollar because my friend has it on PS5. I, sh- I should have said that. He doesn't have it on PC. And uh, it's been fun. Relaxing game. Just like Power Wash Simulator. Just cozy vibes.
0: Right. Why are, you, why are you buying and downloading seeds from the internet when I can just give you seeds for free?
1: Dude,
0: say less. After, <laughs>
1: after Dark, say less.
3: after Dark. Oh, Jesus. Episode 150. Let's go. Woo! I just realized <laughs> what you guys were talking about. I
1: should change Jeopardy to the horniest games of all time.
3: Mm, mm, yes. Cage, what you got for me? Um,
0: I have been playing an unhealthy amount of Tarkov. Like, just an unhealthy amount. Um, eight hours at a time, maybe. You know how long it's been since I've played any game for eight hours at a time? Probably since high school. Tarkov's got me again. I would also like for my uh, introduction to be reinstated as the Tarkov Teletubby because that was the funniest thing that's ever been
3: said on this podcast. You want me to change that right now? Yes, please. Okay.
0: It's, it's permanent. The Tarkov yeah. Teletubby. Yeah, that's, that's amazing.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Also, I saw you playing EFT last night. I was playing Minecraft, and, so, and for some reason, your name showed up. I could invite you to Minecraft, and you were playing EFT. So I sent you, you just you, as a joke. Did you actually? Yeah.
0: My notifications don't work on PC for some reason. Uh, I would have I accepted that and without saying anything. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah, my notifications don't work on PC, unfortunately. But Minecraft, that's a list of things we can all play. That'd be
3: fun. Mm. That'd be something. Uh, Kirk, Kirk says in the Twitch chat I bought Rocket League played it for 20 minutes and never went back I sorely regret buying it currently playing Witcher 3 and love it hell yeah Kirk is just yeah. man he's got Damn. the takes that I like
0: <laughs> but you like Rocket League don't you Gage no I, I I mean I played it for a lot longer than 20 minutes I played it I played it for like a good you know maybe 100 hours in like 2015 2016 and then I was like all right I'm done <laughs> This is this. I, I get the game now. It's, it's done.
1: A little done. bit longer than 20 minutes. Oh, 100 hours. Just a <laughs> like little over bit. Like over the
0: course of like a year. Like, you know, that'd be, the, that'd be right. like the game on weekends and the boys are like, yo, you want to play some Rocket League? It's like, cool. I played it. I, you know, I played it for that like sounds... how long. I played it for how long most people play a Call of Duty. You know, you play it for like a good, you know, four or five months and then you're like, no. all right, I'm done.
1: That is over three days. That is four days worth of playing a game. That is a lot of gaming. Over a year? Yes. Okay, maybe. 100 hours? No, that's
0: not. I have like 230 hours on Halo Infinite already.
1: Sounds like a you problem.
0: I have 130 hours on Hades.
1: I love Hades. I love I was Hades. Talking about it today.
3: Love uh, Hades. So why good. don't you hate
1: these nuts? Sorry, I don't know.
3: No. You know that's 0. 0.27 hours a day if you uh, played every day. Oh. Huh. Wait, what? what? 0.27. Human calculator. 0.27, hours. 0.27
0: hours every day. Every day? Yeah. For 100 days. That's 0. only three months. For a year. I'm sorry. For a year. No, two, seven, two, two hours a day times 365. That's like 600. That's no, 700 no, no, no. hours. Your 100
3: hours. Your 100 hours divided by 365.
0: Oh, 0.27. Yeah, yeah exactly. a half hour a day. Exactly. That's not a lot of time. There you go. Point is, Kyrick, you're
3: right. Rocket League is, you know, it it was fun. 100 hours. (laughs) All right, guys. Moving into the topic of the show here. Rockstar Games and Grand Theft Auto 6 have been in the news. Some leaked information that we've gotten here, so let's jump into that. Uh, First up, Rockstar has reportedly overhauled its workplace culture in the studio in order to avoid... I can't speak avoid prior issues um, that they have encountered so they have added some changes here more producers to help them avoid overtime and that includes crunch as well Uh, schedule changes uh, conversion of contractors to full time employees which that's very cool Um, you love to see that stuff removal of abusive employees of course also really good new mental health and leave benefits which is very good as well of course in this day and age uh, that's very well needed especially in the world of social media where developers get stuff sent to them all the time death threats and crazy stuff that they shouldn't have to deal with Um, so that's very cool that they're offering that and also uh, the staff is more flexible with their time as well so uh, christian what happened
1: I made a graphic for 150 and posted it, and then apparently I can't do time zones. So, oh,
3: oh no! (laughs) 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Wow, that
1: is that is not how time zones work. (laughs) So, I'm either going to remake the graphic or just I'll just reply to myself saying 8 p.m. Eastern. Oops. Whoops.
3: (laughs) That's okay. We're not perfect. Uh, so yeah, these are very cool changes that. Rockstar making, hopefully these are uh, going to make the difference on making the studio a better place. Of course, they make some banger games, so hopefully this will allow them to continue to make those banger games but also have a healthier workplace environment for their employees. Can
1: I start? Sure. We're going we're gonna to get into the, oh, I'm sorry. You separated it out
3: i did i can tell okay over all of it if you want
1: no no perfect no perfect this is perfect okay i'm glad you led with this because i think honestly this is the most important news we got out of anything today the rest of it is fantastic and we're going to get into it i'm very excited for what we're going to get into after this but this is bar none my favorite piece of news coming out of rockstar is that they are laser focused on improving their culture after years right industry-wide us talking about this for over a year, about how shitty the industry can be to so many of its employees, right? And we talked earlier uh, about how, like, this is great that this is, this is happening, and, you know, smaller studios doing this, bigger studios, lawsuits against Activision. Um, in my opinion, it is so great that this trend not is not only continuing, but happening at some of the biggest and most important studios, games that ha- have been notor- or studios that have been notorious for crunch culture. Now coming out and saying, we are actively avoiding crunch on what is going to be one of the biggest games ever made. Of course, the Last of Us Part 1 remake was able to uh, go gold, be in, entirely in development without a single, well, reportedly not a single bit of crunch. So this happening at the GTA level is, I don't know, in my opinion, it's fantastic to hear. And I'm, I'm happy that it's this trend is continuing because it means it's going to be sticking around and be a lot more impactful industry-wide. Cool shit. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I'm ex- I hope more studios follow suit, like you're saying, like Activision, imagine if they got rid of some abusive employees. Wow, mm. that would be a game changer. Like their CEO. So, <laughs> yeah, you could start there. So, yeah, this is definitely, I agree, this is definitely a good place to lead this this topic for sure.
1: Dude, I mean, leading with that with that note, removal of abusive employees. Already, you're doing a better job than Activision. Fuck yeah, Rockstar. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, cool. Zach Wynn says in the YouTube chat, "Thanks, Christian. Now I feel the need to play Rocket League." We got, we got him. him. We got one. <laughs> uh, Gauge thoughts on this
0: yeah i mean it is kind of unfortunate that you have to highlight that as the selling point like we're getting rid of abusive (laughs) employees it's like why weren't you in the first place um no yeah i mean like like you said dan uh rockstar makes some of the best games in the world so i mean to me it's it's extremely positive to see them like you want to make sure that your employees want to make these games right because you do make the best make the best games in in the world and you want your employees to want to make those best games because that's Probably why they end up being so good, or, or or with you know like like I think rock I think Red Dead Redemption One is is Rockstar's best game to date, but that game was made under infamous crunch, like to the point where the that was the game that uh, had all the wives of the developers like sending in an email and or writing a letter to them saying like you need to stop, like it is destroying our home lives. That game was made under like intense crunch, so it's like I. I I can only imagine the quality improvement when developers are actually happy to go into work and like have time to think of fresh ideas and come in invigorated and and you know inspired. So, I'm extremely excited. There's a lot riding on GTA 6 and for them to make these improvements well into development because I mean these these changes have been, you know, been they announced these changes like I think a year and a half ago that they're going to start slowing down on crunch. So, yeah, hopefully it pays off in spades because there's a lot running on GTA six and I think we're all really excited for it. Mm. And um yeah, if it if it can come not at the cost of the people making it, that's all the better for,
3: for everyone involved. Absolutely. Moving into our next story though, the next project from Rockstar, GTA six, is getting some details here. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 will feature a playable female protagonist for the first time. Uh? She's a Latina that is one of a uh? pa- one of Sorry. a pair of leading characters, influenced by Bonnie and Clyde. That part is actually sick. really sick, like Bonnie and Clyde style. Like we got each other, we're we're gonna get through this. Like that sounds really really cool. I I can't wait to see what that actually looks like on screen. I, I had a
1: little bit of whiplash today. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I'll explain it. Uh, I read this and I was like, "Heck yeah, uh, Latina uh, protagonist." A lot of people have wanted this. We're actually getting it. Um, and then immediately, my thought, my next thought was like, "Man, Latin, Latin, just Latin in general representation in a lot of like media isn't always the best." There's you know the classic memes of like the one it's Spanglish and only one word <laughs> is replaced with Spanish and it's like no one talks like this. It sounds very fake and like a white person wrote it. But then I remembered that like I don't know Rockstar is really good at, at like having dialogue that sounds uh, like very authentic and like lived in um and just not fake. Like those yeah. those people sound like real people when, when they're talking. GTA, uh, even sorry, GTA 4,
3: yeah. GTA no, I was going to say GTA 5. They literally pulled uh what's the the voice actor for lamar i think they literally pulled him off the street like he's authentically like that style of dialogue like that right
0: from like the los angeles
1: sort
3: of yeah
0: from that sort of yeah yeah i was well even like gta4 had a very like you had the irish you had uh you had your eastern european um, jamaican jamaican you're right rockstar yeah absolutely pays careful attention to the linguistic sort of like Tendencies and patterns of like different cultures and GTA Four is where my head went because it had so many different like groups that you're hanging that you're constantly talking to. But yeah, no, I don't really see this as an issue at all. I I mean, I don't have, I'm not, I, I don't know if people are. I personally, I'm nothing but hot on GTA Six. We've seen nothing about it, but like Rockstar hasn't disappointed me yet. I don't know where where there's a lack of faith in like on Twitter and stuff like that. But like, I Rockstar has not done anything in terms of finished products to make me question them at all obviously the way they make their games has come to light and that stuff needs to be worked on. But like I have no, I have no question in my mind that they're going to deliver. I agree.
1: I agree.
2: Yeah. I, I agree. (laughs) I, I, I think there's a lot of, uh, guttlebutt on Twitter about how they, like question was saying with the portrayal of the Latina character and if they're going to nail it and just the, the satirical nature of the GTA uh GCA games just like poking fun at at everybody and how they're going to do oh, that yeah. in in this sort of climate and people are worried that they're not going to do it or they're going to do it and people are worried that they shouldn't do it and it's like it's it's an interesting uh line that they have to that maybe they don't even have to try just keep making the games that you've always been making that people love but it is interesting that the times i guess have changed since gca4 and all those games to see yeah. how how the writing has... How, how I, it may change that people may not be a fan of.
0: Right, mm. and, I, and I hope they don't. Because honestly, like, I mean, we all everyone has different tastes. But, like, part of the reason why I love GTA 4 so much is that it had a very much It's Always Sunny kind of vibe where GTA 4 was relentless in terms of making fun of the far right and the far left. Like, I remember these two radio stations. There's this one where it was hosted by Jason Sudeikis. And, like, people would call in. And this guy's like there's a terrorist on the subway. He's like, how do you know he's a terrorist? He's like, well, you speak another language. And then Jason Zakes is like, all right, so what you're dealing with, and he to this random fucking, just like <laughs> off the cuff. And then you can flip to another radio station and it'd be like this child actor who's talking about how he had to do a bunch of drugs and live with like sex fueled adults to study for his role. And they're like encouraging him. Like, I just, I love how they would just, yeah, relentlessly make fun of the far left and the far right. So I hope they kind of keep that, the satirical nature yeah. in place, but you
1: know, who and- knows
0: what's going to happen.
1: And I think they will. I I think to answer your point is I think Rockstar knows how to push the envelope in the right ways because it's satire but it's still it's still social commentary on the Absolutely. end. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 like they like yes there are jokes and there've been you know jokes that that they've gone back and edited like the, they've edited out transphobia jokes just very recently. Um and that's like an example of punching down. What they what they do really well is like punching up and like comp, like we, in the newest trailer for GTA 5 like they're talking about like gas prices and stuff and like that's you know, it's, it's that kind of satire that we know and expect from GTA that I think is still going to remain uh, in six, and just to tie it back to the Latina character, I think the commentaries there are going to be right on, and I, I think I might be like agreeing with a lot of it, just the way other characters are going to be interacting with her and like the way they yeah, I, I'm excited to, to see <laughs> where this goes, because I'm sure it'll be, it'll be fun and I'll agree and, and, and I'll laugh.: nice.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh... piggybacking off what you said gage i agree completely in terms of like i love how they make fun of literally everything that's one of the main reasons why i still love south park to this day because they literally matt and trey literally make fun of everyone it's just really good comedy and i don't know i just love yeah uh We've got some final details here, guys, as our last little note here. Some more Grand Theft Auto 6 details. The working title is officially Project Americas. The main location is a fictional version of Miami plus its surrounding areas. So maybe a Vice City callback there. Uh, The game will evolve over time, adding new cities. The game world is already large with more interior locations than previous GTA games. That is very exciting, especially like the part of adding new cities, because so many times we've seen recently where Rockstar has pretty much abandoned its single player uh, experiences in favor of the multiplayer. And while adding new cities would probably uh, benefit the multiplayer, but it could also very much uh, benefit the single player as well, because you can tell more stories in these new cities and explore new you know cool areas i think this is a really cool idea and i would love to see more and i i just really want to see vice city back again because i love that game so much i think the setting is nailed perfectly and love it Oof.
1: i guarantee that the weekend will be having some songs featured in miami mm-hmm. yeah
2: i um the the adding of city sounds really cool but the 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 interior stuff that you mentioned, like being able to go into more buildings, just made me think of, like, this is a post-Red Dead 2 Rockstar now. Right. And all all the buildings and, like, exploration that you could do in Red Dead 2 was awesome. And it had a pretty good map, too. But it's going to be cool to see how they uh, evolve on that formula and bring it over to GTA. And how many, how many obviously, you're in a city, you can't go in every single building. But it's going to be cool to see if we can go up, like, specific ones and just, like, explore a little bit more. So that'll be cool for sure because GTA, uh, Red Dead had some really cool. Uh, and then you go into most buildings, honestly, in, in that game. Yeah.
1: How soon do we think this game is out?
3: 2024
0: at the earliest. My, you know.
1: Hey, yeah, I agree. S-
0: September 2023. I'm going to say it. Ooh, wow. You're
1: insane. I'm going to say it. Wow. <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: 10 Lynch? years after GTA 5. We don't know how far along this game is. We do not know how far along this game is.
3: That's fair, but Red Dead Two came out what, 2018? Came out in 2018. This is GTA Six has been in pre
0: production since 2014. Right. Wow. That means nothing. Yeah. That, so I think even yeah. if they didn't start active development until, you know, 2018.
2: Yeah. I think this is a summer games fest, 2023 years. announcement, and then it gets released next year next year i mean not next year 2020 i disagree i meant i meant the year after gotcha. yeah
1: i think as soon as you would seen it would be the game awards 2023
3: oh yeah but
2: still comes out 2024
3: yes it'd have to yeah yeah i think i agree with that christian bookmark it everyone <laughs> bookmark we'll have another
2: predictions episode at the beginning of the september 2023 uh, year. <laughs>
3: yeah. i love predictions those are always fun <laughs> Even if we're dead wrong, it's still. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, because there's no stakes. You can just no. throw shit out, of <laughs> hey, course. Unless we make them, make their have stakes. At, I don't even know what words. Ooh, are. maybe episode two hundred.
0: Little sure. oh, something, something there. Make some stakes. Get some money we on the case for two hundred. I'm gonna. Well, I was going to regardless. So there's that. <laughs> okay. anyway.
3: right. anything else for Rockstar or GTA before we close out the show, guys? Dude, when that game comes out,
1: like that's going to like dominate. It's going to be for like a it's month. Gonna
3: be nuts. It's yeah. Gonna be insane. I w-
0: I just want to say I hope th- I, we didn't touch on it specifically, but some of the I mean it, there's a lot of leaks coming out right now and it, it's all over the place. I think one of the guys somebody leaked something. This 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 was the guy who leaked the Red Dead 2 map like Years before it came out and everybody thought it was fake. And then when the game came out, they're like, oh, shit, no, this guy was real. So this same guy was leaking something about these characters saying that the brother uh, is on the is a part of the DEA task force and the sister is like, um, oh, is like is like in the gangs, right? She's like the Bonnie and Clyde type character, but the, but they're actually on, but the actual twins that you play as are on opposite sides of the law. That sounds Fuck. fucking awesome to me. That, is that awesome. sounds awesome. I would love for you to be able to tackle like busting criminals either the right way or the wrong way as the brother. And then as the, as the sister, you're able to like be the, you know, white hat sort of uh thief or the black hat thief. You're like, that would be cool. To have both of those decisions for both yeah. of those characters on both sides of the law—that sounds awesome. That sounds fucking great. And the guy, the guy that yeah, I, don't, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the guy that leaked the Red Dead Two map like years ahead of time. He's the guy who's saying this stuff. He's he was saying there's three characters. There was a third character as well. So maybe his information's not all right. But that specifically would be so fucking cool. That would be so cool. I would love that
1: age forget that noise i'm gonna take it one step further remember the 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 heist from gta 4 and of course all the heist from gta 5 imagine fucking police raids where you're starting off playing as as the brother in the dea that then halfway through you find out the sister is taking like in, the, in that moment and then you have to decide where you're going to be like are you oh, to follow the, uh, oh. the mission structure changes depending on who you're playing as in that moment oh my god dude cool. that's that
0: would be so cool or if there's like certain missions in the campaign where in one playthrough you'll play the sister side of that where you're trying to rob the bank and then maybe this another playthrough you're playing the brother's side of trying to stop the robbery that would be cool there's so many potential they got to do this though because that's the one thing they've never had a female protagonist but i don't think they've ever had a protagonist that works for law enforcement so they'd be able to hit right. both of those things on the head and it would mm. add for some really interesting narrative sort of elements that would be mm. so cool mm. dude
3: that would be so cool oh i hope that's i hope that that's what they're doing yeah can we just like sign you guys as writers on Rockstar's <laughs> team right now? You know? I'll do it. I'll do it.
0: Don't <laughs> get me in there.
3: He'll do it for free. Well, no, let's, not crazy. Let's, get, let's not get crazy. Let's <laughs> not get crazy.
0: I will work. I will be paid accordingly for my money, for my work. But yeah, right. call me up, Rockstar. I'll do it.
1: I'll, I'll say this before we end. Yes. I've been a little potty mouth today, so I apologize.
3: I don't apologize. We're, we're a loose cannon here. Although I, did, I didn't I did mark it as a, um, whatchamacallit. For uh, mature audiences. Yeah, I didn't mark it as that <laughs> when I was setting up Anchor. So <laughs> our new host. Oh, well. All eh, we'll right, children. Later. What are they going to do? <laughs> panels? I, <don't> Anywho, <laughs> I mean, uh, they might. It's probably <laughs> changing it sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, guys, remember, if you want to sign up for a chance to win the custom awesome, series s or x controller go to our twitter at podcast pxn that'll be the easiest way to get there we'll we'll get you to the right place um that will end next week and we will pull a winner next week's during uh episode 150 live so that'll be exciting um yeah stay tuned for episode 150 next week 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific you hear that christian 8 p.m eastern <laughs> Uh, all right whatever Anyway, all right guys let us close out the show so thank you again to everyone joining us live on youtube twitch and twitter as well as podcast services everywhere including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher and everywhere else you get your podcast thank you Ro. thank you christian thank you gage i am daniel and this has been podcast pxn and we are out much love and keep on
1: Rocket Leaf.
3: See ya. Rice. <laughs> <Christ>. Uh <laughs> goodbye. <sighs>